What's that? I'm getting some friends in here now. I mean, I just shared it to Twitter. Yep. Awesome. Appreciate it. Hopefully, Raccoon's we'll on his way, too. Yeah. We'll start here in a few minutes. No hurry. Um, tomorrow yeah. is WESN, you said. I'm glad you just said that. I just forgot to. Uh, are, you, are you doing it tonight, too? Yeah, I'm doing it tonight.
I'm on my Mac and I have it downloaded here. Let's see how I find it. Damn it. Do you know the WSN website by any chance? EpicStrategiesNetwork.com. If there's anyone in the lobby, tell them, give me one second. I'm about to start. I just got to get this thing figured out for every strategy. Um, I know we got Chill, Will. Tell them, I'm going to start here in a few minutes. Just give me a sec.
here. Eric, can you go on WSN and see if I'm on? Hang on a moment. Sure. I just gotta go get my tablet out of my ring. So what's up, guys? We're gonna get started here in a second. I'm just trying to get WSN figured out. What's up, that guy? I don't know. What's up, Chris Wilson and Lauren? We're about to start. Just give me a few minutes. I'm just getting everything fixed up here on the WSN side. Hold on. What do you say? You're not live on WSN right this moment. It, it, it doesn't doesn't appear. Oh, it, it says my name's not on there? Um, it doesn't show you. Oh, well, all right. Um... If not, that's fine. I just want for that slot to not, you know, have any content there. Um, well, they're just playing music. That's all. Okay. Well, that's okay then. So, all right. Start the Facebook and we're good to go. I got an interesting uh, little poll. I brought, up a, brought it up on Jester's show last week, but it's pretty interesting. Let me... Start the Facebook here. What's up, guys? Though, what's going on, Eric? Uh, go ahead and plug some shows in, Eric. Why we're waiting? Uh, well, and then we can get this thing going. Well, I know coming up on Podbean this evening, you know, we'll probably be on for under ninety minutes. Um, you'll have the Monday edition of the Bing's Weenie Show, eight thirty p.m. Eastern time. And then, of course, you, tomorrow you've got Rock William podcast and the Old Men's podcast with Joe and Eric in the morning. Um, and I know you've got Solid Blue Sister on tomorrow. And then I know John Gale's taking tomorrow, so he'll be back Wednesday. Um, of course, also on Wednesday, you've got Slacker 82 and Frankie D and the Beans and Weenie show that day. Um, um, and then on 
Thursday, you got low standards and pours and Andy Schechter, and then Friday, you got this swap doesn't lie, and, and then you got um, Jester on Sunday evening, and then you've also got um, Built, Built Dog on multiple times a day, as usual, and then the gray area and Freedom Warrior, and you've also got um, Crazy Train and Cold Train as well, and um, you know, and like a host of other great podcast friends of ours, and, and Mike Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, and, and you know, that, that's just uh, like in a nutshell. Absolutely. Awesome. My computer is being a little bit slow at work with me. So before I get going here on Facebook, um, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to have Collins for about the first 45 minutes. I got some stuff I want to just go through, but then I do want Collins, uh, afterwards to comment on the stuff I, I do go over. Cause I know that some people will want to comment on it for sure. And we should be good. And, uh, the live on Facebook should have just started Eric. If you want to go ahead and check it. So, all right. Well, with that said, uh, let me go back. It's, uh, some of these comments. All right. I saw a poll. Let me let me go back. We see what's going on in Ukraine right now, where Zelensky, as soon as the invasion started, s- mandated that every male between the ages of, uh, I believe it was 18 and 60, had to stay behind and fight. I saw a poll. They did a, a Quinn, I think it was Quinnipiac University. Uh, I don't know what school that is, but they did a poll. And the poll was to see... How many Americans would stay behind and fight under the same circumstances, which means an invasion of the United States of America? How many would stay behind and fight? Now, you would think, you know, obviously there's going to be some that don't. But you would think the majority of people, especially with the United States, because if the United States was invaded, there's nowhere else to go. I'm sorry. But if the United States is invaded, that's it. Yeah, Red Dawn, there you go. It showed that roughly half of people said that they would stay behind and fight. Now, I'll read this article. This is an article. I had the actual study, but I can't find it. I'll have to pull it up. I'll put it in the link when I upload the video. But this article, it says, a recent Quinnipiac University poll posed that the same question to Americans uh, talking about you know, would they stay behind and fight if we were invaded just like the people in Ukraine are? Uh, would, the question was, would you stay and fight or leave the country? A bare majority of 55% said that they would stay and fight while 38% said that they would leave. Now, I don't know if this article is going to break it down by political party, but the study does. But I'll keep reading. So it says, when confronted with a terrible hypothetical that would put them in the shoes of the Ukrainians, Americans say they would stand and fight rather than seek safety in another country, said Quinnipiac polling analyst Tim Malloy. That's one way to spin it, I guess. Now, he he basically threw all Americans into that boat because a small majority of 55% said that they would stay behind and fight says, for me, the fact that just under half of my friends and neighbors would hypothetically abandon their homeland 
and all of it and all it stands for in the face of a foreign invader is less than encouraging. Many people don't even seem to have hypothetical patriotism, let alone fortitude. And that's true. Further disheartening is that the youngest Americans, those ages 18 and 34, who are the most physically capable, were even less likely to stay and fight. Only 45% said that they would remain, while 48% said that they would flee. Now, I don't think that young Americans, and I throw myself into this, this boat because I'm only 29. I'm right in the middle of that 18 to 34 range. Where the fuck do you go? If you're going to flee the country when the United States is invaded, because you got to understand, the logistical, um, the, the logistics behind a country coming and trying to invade the United States, they would have to have Canada and Mexico on their side, all right? Which means that they would have already been in a conflict with us long before they even got here. So you have to think about that too. Uh, where would you go? The world would have already been at war and probably most of it destroyed. You would have nowhere to go. The Miami Herald did not just do this. Okay, I thought they shut that article down. So the younger Americans say they would leave. It's really disheartening. Comparatively, two-thirds of the 50 to 64-year-old uh, cohort said that they would remain. Now, 50 to 64, uh, what what would that be? That'd be what uh, Desert Stormish, right? 50s would be Desert Storm to 64. Um, that's not wholly surprising given the given that so much of the recent discontentment with America is concentrated among the youth. Equally unsurprising is that the political differences also play a role in willingness to defend our nation. It says Republicans, uh, 68% of Republicans said that they would stay behind and fight. 25% of Republicans said that they would flee. Independents were 57% said that they would stay behind and fight and 36% said that they would leave. Democrats, 52% said that they would fight. 40% said, said that they would leave. That's not surprising. Um, it says it seems consistent with our political divide. Many people on the left find America because of its historical failures and present day inadequacies unworthy of our defense. That's bullshit. I'm sorry, but that's bullshit. You know, yes, does the United States have a perfect past? Hell no. Absolutely not. No one will ever say that. But to act like we're worse than all other countries, you're crazy. We're not a very old nation, for one. Two, go back and look at world history in all of these other countries. They've done the same shit the United States has, plus a hell of a lot worse. If you want to go back and blame someone for a lot of the problems in the world, go look at the British Empire. The largest empire to ever walk this earth. They own, what, one-sixth of the land on the earth? Talk about imperialism, right? It's, you know, and going back to what my, my first comment was, where do you go? Where do you flee? If someone can answer that question for me on if the United States was invaded, where the fuck are you going to go anyway? Now, um, 
you know, so that poll bothered me. And I'm not going to read the rest of this article, but but just just realize that that poll's out there and that's what we're looking at. Here's the other thing. If you're a male in particular, and I said this about the guy, I, I said I saw a guy that got arrested. He, was, he may have been in his 20s or 30s. He was fleeing Ukraine in the back of a car, like hidden in the back of a car. And I believe he was going to Moldova and they caught him in Moldova and shipped his ass back to Ukraine. Because again, by law, all of them had to stay behind and fight. Excuse me. So had to stay behind and fight. Um, how can that guy ever go back there and look his friends in the eye? How? How can you go back there after all of your friends were dying, getting shot, and, and staying behind and, and freaking mass-producing Molotov cocktails, not just your man friends, but your women friends too in Ukraine? And you're fleeing. Now, I saw on a Reddit thread, I had commented on that video of that guy, and I said, he will never, ever, ever be able to go back and look his friends in the, in the eye again once this is over with. No matter what the end result is, he will never be able to go back and look at his friends again because he fucking fled. And they said, well, you know, sometimes it just isn't for everyone. It's War isn't for anybody ever. No one wants to go get shot and killed. They just do it because that's what they got to do. No one wants to get shot. I, yeah, there are some crazy people that like the adrenaline rush. Yes, but for the most part, you're doing a service. You're protecting you know, your, your land, your, your country, be it you were attacked and you're going somewhere else like we did, or they're invading you. But whatever the reason is, no one wants to be in that situation. It just is what it is. <laughs> you mean Reddit, yeah. Hey, I got mixed feelings on Reddit, okay? I take a lot of shit on Reddit, but, but Reddit's got a lot of good stuff too to offer. Uh, especially for this show. But where would you, I mean, if, if someone has an answer, you know, where do you go? You can't go anywhere, especially when it comes to the United States, because people know we would, we will be at some point the last stronghold in the world if everything else crumbles. So I just thought that was interesting. I figured I'd, I'd uh, bring that up. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, Joe Biden had some, some, uh, Interesting statements over the weekend while he was in Poland. not Or last week, I guess it would have been, while he was in Poland. The first one that was funny to me was they asked him about the sanctions that he's putting on Russia. And they said, you know, has it, I, I guess, the, I think the question was somewhere along the lines of, you know, has it been a good deterrent? And Joe Biden says, it was never meant to be a deterrent. Sanctions aren't a deterrent. What? What the fuck is the point in putting a sanction on a country, especially ones that are impacting our country? What's the point in having a sanction if it's not going to deter someone from doing something bad? Again, rhetorical question. The true answer is Biden's an idiot. Of course they're a deterrent. Otherwise, you wouldn't have used them as a, as a solution, right? Um... The funnier thing is that Biden and Jen Psaki and other members of the Biden organization, I believe his secretary of defense, also has come out and said that in the past that these are our deterrents. We were threatening the sanctions leading up until the, the invasion. 
I understood why they did that, why they waited until Russia invaded Ukraine before they hit them with sanctions, because you didn't want the sanctions to be the reason that is thrown back on you on why Russia went and um, invaded Ukraine was because of these sanctions, right? So they waited, which is fine. But no, Biden, they had a video of him saying it was a deterrent too back in when this all began, Scooter. Um, everyone says deterrent. They are a deterrent. Otherwise, you wouldn't have used them. Obviously, they're not a very good deterrent because it still happened. It still went down. It's not stopping him. In fact, you know, this conflict keeps getting worse. But to say, oh, well, they weren't supposed to be a deterrent, then why is my gas at fucking $5 a gallon? Why, why am I fronting the bill of oil with these sanctions and these sanctions aren't doing anything? I, I Obviously, I know it's crushing Russia's economy, but if they're not a deterrent, if it's not uh, going to be used to try and stop the war, then you might as well take them off and, and let our economy not suffer. The next stupid comment. Biden calls for a regime change in Russia. Now, this is going to be the basis of what I talk about next for the next 30 minutes or so. He comes back and he says, uh, or here, I have the article. Let me pull the article up, actually. So Biden makes a comment saying, well, I guess I don't have the article up. Oh, yeah, I do. All right. So the article says, uh, U.S. President Joe Biden clarified on Sunday that the United States does not have a policy of regime change in Russia. After his clarification, um, my thing messed up. After, oh, all right. It says, U.S., yeah, clarified on Sunday that the United States, this freaking computer, Look, the guy said that he didn't ha- uh, he wasn't calling for regime change, but his actual quote was, he doesn't need to be in power anymore. He threatened Putin's position of power. No, whatever way you want to look at it, he literally said that he needs to be out of power. It says right here, quote, Putin cannot remain in power. It's on video. He didn't say... Putin shouldn't be able to impose power over other countries. No, he said Putin cannot remain in power. Now, the White House had to come back and try and, you know, fix this stupidity that this, uh, you know, forgetful man goes on rants about and says um, that obviously there's no plans for regime change in Russia, blah, blah. Why Why are they saying that? Why are they worried about what Biden said about getting Putin out of power. Well, because it's a threat to a nation's sovereignty. Russia is a self-governed country. They don't need the United States telling them what to do. As as much as I don't like Joe Biden, I don't like him. This is well known. I don't think he's worth a shit. But as much as I don't like him, do you ever think I want Russia coming over here and saying, uh, Biden needs to be taken out of power. He should not remain in power and call, start calling for regime changes. I would take that as a threat to our political sovereignty as a country and to our system of a constitutional republic because we voted him in, not you, Putin. 
See, people don't look at it vice versa. They only look at it one side. They say, well, Putin's going on. He's blowing people up in Ukraine. Screw that guy. Get him out of power. I'm okay. You know, Biden's just saying what everyone else is thinking. No. If, it, if I say it, it's one thing. If anyone in the comment section says it, it's one thing. When the president of the United States, the most powerful man in the world, who's leading a government that has been, you know, 50%, if not more than 50% of the cause on why this conflict is taking place in the first place, then that is different. He doesn't get the ability to start making statements like that. He needs to be more calculated. And the reason that's also important is where does this go? Now, they're, tomorrow they're supposed to go, and I think they're supposed to, well, for, I believe it'd probably be closer to today in Ukraine because they're ahead of us, supposed to have peace talks. Um, let's say Russia gives into Ukraine everything they want. All right, we're not going to take the Donbass and Luhansk regions. You keep them. You keep all of your country. We're backing out. We're done with this, this invasion. Just have at it. Just don't join NATO. Just remain neutral. Ukraine would more than likely say be okay with that. But then once that's done, once this conflict is over, do we get rid of the sanctions on Russia? And do we just forget about uh, after calling Putin a war criminal, saying that he needs to be taken out of power? This is not me talking. This is our government talking calling him a war criminal multiple times, by the way. Do we just forget about that? Do we just say, okay, all, you know, the 40,000 people, you kill, whatever the number is, of your own soldiers and Ukraine soldiers, plus all of the thousands of civilians that are buried in mass graves now. Do we just forget about that and say, okay, well, you ended the conflict. We're going to eliminate the sanctions uh, and everything's back to normal. No, that won't happen. Here's what I think happens. I think that we will take the sanctions off of the Russian oligarchs and the billionaires, but we're going to leave sanctions on Putin and his higher-ups that had uh, you know, a hand in making these decisions, and we're still going to sanction their economy, their, their oil, their, their trade. We're not going to do business with them. So what's that going to mean? That means Russia's economy is going to continue to plummet and go to absolutely nothing because we're not— Biden was not, he's not going to lift these sanctions. And what is that going to do? That's going to piss Russian people off. It's going to piss them off at Putin, but it's also going to piss them off at the United States. I think Russia will ultimately, since they're not going to remove those sanctions, again, I'm speaking and theoretically saying that uh, Ukraine gets basically everything they want other than NATO. So they get, you know, remain neutral, and uh, but they get to keep all of their land. And we're still going to hold sanctions on them. I guarantee they're going to say, unless Putin's out of power, then we'll lift the sanctions. He's going to try and force the people to overthrow Putin, which again is a threat to Russia's sovereignty and can be viewed as an act of war because we're trying to fuck with the political system. And we're doing so by crushing their economy. Now, someone at uh, Skurest, uh, is their economy really tanking? That's what I've been reading is that it is. You know, I don't know. I'm not in Russia. But as far as what I've been reading and, and what numbers show, yeah, it's taken a hit. Uh, they're starting to really feel the sanctions now. I think China will probably uh, come back and, and start helping them out. 
you know, so that guy says, yeah, I would think China will prop up its economy. I think so too, but it takes time for that to happen. But then if China's going and, and propping up that economy and we have these sanctions on them trying to punish them, now you cause bad tensions between us and China worse than what we already have. Right, because we're already on the verge with China too. We're in a, a kind of a, a no-win situation here where maybe Biden has spoken a little too upfront about his thoughts on, on Russian leadership. This is opinion. I don't think it was smart for him to come out and say that Putin needs to be taken out of power. After we have him strapped down with, with sanctions, after we are trying to do everything we can to crush that economy, and we're not going to lift those sanctions if this, if this conflict stops. Just because the shooting stops between Ukraine and Russia doesn't mean the, U the shooting isn't going to begin between the United States and Russia. Um, you know, the next scenario. Let's say they negotiate peace and let's say Ukraine gives up the Donetsk and Luhansk regions to Russia and uh, remains neutral. And they, they negotiate a ceasefire. I don't think that's going to happen because I think Zelensky is pretty, uh, you know, strapped down on, on, no, we're not giving up those two regions. But let's say that happens. Here's what I think you see. I think you see what we saw in 2014 with Russia, where they, Russia was backing separatists in those regions and fighting a big civil war that killed a lot of people. But you're going to see it the opposite. You're going to see the United States and Ukraine funding uh, separatists in those regions to continue fighting Russian soldiers because in the short, at least in the short term, uh, you know, they're going to have to, the Russians are going to have to hold those two, um, you know, independent territories now with military force. So again, you're going to see that war continue to rage on. You're going to see the, the, the conflict's not going to go away. And, the United States, Ukraine, and Russia are still going to have a hand in it, and we're not getting anywhere. But when you sit there and you start talking about regime change, yeah, maybe everyone is thinking it. Great. That doesn't mean you got to say it, especially not the president of the United States. If you ever go back and listen to Putin's interviews in the past, and they ask him about what president he wants to win elections, or how does he think about certain presidents, right? He is extremely neutral, whether he likes them or not. He is very hesitant to say whether he liked or didn't like any of them at all. You can, it's, it's really hard for you to catch a uh, feeling on, on if he liked Bush or if he liked Obama or, or Trump or Biden. He's very good at saying, I'm staying out of it. I'm not making a comment. Now, did he interfere in elections? Has he interfered or tried to? He might have. I don't know, but he's not out fucking admitting it. And, and I mean, look, I, Biden's predictable. If the shooting stops, the sanctions stay until Putin's out of, uh, out of power. He's going to try and do what the United States, because we are known for trying to do this, we're going to do whatever it takes to try and overthrow that regime and put something that we are okay with in there. And we're going to start messing around in these foreign countries like we always fucking do instead of worrying about 
you know, why don't you stop the invasion at our southern border? Right? Like, there's there's a lot, you know, of things that we need to focus on here, here at home before we worry about Russia and Putin. So, you know, that was kind of my main talking points. Uh, one more thing, and now I'll start taking Collins. The OPIC. I did a show, a brief show about this last week. It's an overseas uh, private investment corporation. If you don't know what it is, I suggest it's currently now the DFC. It uh, emerged between the USAID and, uh, yeah, the OPIC. Merged and made the DFC now. So it's still going on. They issue out what's called political risk insurance. And... Our government is at the the helm of writing checks to private businesses and investment funds, you know, like Rosemont Seneca, um, to go over into these emerging markets, Ukraine, Georgia, Congo, Afghanistan, uh, Syria, Egypt. All of those are places that they go and fund these these, uh, programs, these businesses in. And guess what? They get the political risk insurance. If they can't make revenue within a year or two, fine. We cause we start a, a conflict in every single one of those countries. There's been a conflict uh, that has allowed people to cash in political risk claims. For the most part, insurance you don't report that as income. All right, so you're, they're getting a claim. It's not reported as income, and our our politicians are getting a a, a huge piece of it, and no one can know. No one will ever know because of how that the insurance stuff works. Think about this. They're offering political risk insurance to a private business or investment fund to go and invest or do a business in a country that has a lot of political turmoil already. That's like underwriting a terminally ill guy with fucking stage 10 brain cancer that's going to die tomorrow for life insurance. No one does that except for our government. And this has gone on since the 70s, but it really ramped up after the end of the Cold War when you had Ukraine, Georgia, and all these foreign, uh, former Soviet states that were new to the capitalist markets and didn't really know how to operate them. Our government, our Congress people, and I say our Congress people, the ones like Joe Biden, Pelosi, the ones that have been there for 40 years, Mitch McConnell, all of them, they see that as a thing, as an opportunity, like, holy shit, we can go make a lot of profit and we're going to do it. You know, we're just going to offer the political risk insurance for these companies to go into politically risky countries already. We're going to take over these businesses. We're going to pass legislation like the Freedom Support Act that promotes the expansion of U.S. businesses in these nations over in the former Soviet states. And... We're going to invest in them, make money, and then we're going to stir up problems. We're going to have this political proxy war in Ukraine. And once these these coups start, we're submitting insurance claims for uh, you know over $250 million for a lot of them. These claims, yes. This is a big problem. It's a huge problem. If you want to know how our politicians and all the money, it's that right there. 
because no one will know. The businesses are overseas. They're doing it through insurance. Rosemont Seneca probably received a good little uh, political risk claim, you know, for all the investments they had over there, which is Hunter Biden's firm, by the way, uh, or was. And he's turned around stroking checks to people back in Congress for helping them. Most of the businesses that go and get these contracts from the OPIC, a lot of them are very, very wicked, and that's wrong. It's wrong. So I'll go ahead and open up the call lines now for those of you that want to call in. If not, that's fine. But that was kind of my what I wanted to hit on uh, for today. Uh, oh, and by the way, the Will Smith thing, guys. Look, I don't watch the Oscars. I don't care about the Oscars. As soon as I saw that incident with Will Smith go on and hitting Chris Ross for Chris Rock, I thought immediately it's fake. No one cares about the Oscars. No one's watching the Oscars. They need viewership. So what better way than to go up there when Chris Rock said some stupid joke? Think about this. Will Smith's wife, Jada Smith, doesn't she fuck like everybody? Don't they have like an open relationship? As many routes as Chris Rock could have went down with a joke on about Jada Smith and the Smiths and his kids and all that stuff, he said something about G.I. Jane. And, and you know, uh, Will Smith walks up there and smacks him. Here's the other thing. If it was real, do you think Chris Rock would have just smiled and made a joke out of it? No, he would have been shocked. He would have been like, what the? He tried to act shocked. That was so fake. And now everyone's playing into it. And and you don't uh, see Steve Wilkos and other security run on stage to tackle them like they did on the Jerry Springer show, remember? Yeah, okay. Imagine, let's say like a worker, like a um, like someone who was serving drinks. Let's say Chris Rock made a joke about the servers. And the server walked up there and, and hit him. They would have freaking tackled him and arrested him, taking him to jail for assault. Right? So why does Will Smith get the pass? There's no different. It was fake. It was planned. Because now everyone's going and they're like, oh my God, I want to go see Will Smith throw a punch at Chris Rogers. Which it was a slap. It wasn't even a punch. And by the way, if that's how um, Will Smith goes up there and hits people, he was backing away when he slapped, when he slapped him. I don't know about you. Oh, my headphones fell out. But I don't know about you, but if I'm throwing a punch... And I'm going all out. I'm putting my whole body into it. I'm going forwards through Will Smith. <laughs> or through uh, Chris Rock. Sorry. So, you know, it was Well, um, and then I know that I didn't watch the Oscars either, but, um, and I would imagine next month's Grammys is not going to be any better. So I guess I don't plan on watching that. And I'm sure you, Michael, probably don't plan on watching that either. I don't ever watch them. You think I care about some fucking award that some actor got? Especially when the actors are telling me I need to do so. I, I don't look. There's only a few actors I really care about as far as like what they had to say. And Will Smith and Chris Rock and everyone that probably attended the, the uh, ceremony last night ain't one of them. And I think the producers that were in on that that whole, you know staged fight between Chris Rock and Will Smith, I think that producer ought to be fired. I think it's all a sham. I don't care one way or the other. You know what? I don't think anyone should be fired. I think uh, well, Will Smith um, and Jada Smith... Well, the, these award shows are not relevant anymore anyways. None They've not been relevant cares? in years. No one cares about these awards. If you care about watching an award for a movie, right, that some, like some actors getting... You, you got, I don't see where your priorities lie. Like, that's not, there's so many bigger things to worry about. 
The same people that are walk, watching and worrying about the Oscars are also the same people that say, oh, I don't worry about politics. It's all corrupt, blah, blah, blah. So you're not going to care about the shit that actually does affect you, but you're going to care about the shit that doesn't. That's how that's how this is. That's, that's where we're at. So, you know, I don't know. That's just all I wanted to say about that. I don't want to talk anymore about Will Smith or. or I guess we're just actions. waiting on Raccoon to call in to weigh in on some of the stories. Well, whoever, you know, it can be anyone. Anyone is more than welcome to uh, call in. Or Ralph, but, or if Marcos is here. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'll try to connect. No, it's not your fault, Ralph Williams, with the WESN. It was. Um, I'm on my Mac right now and I thought I had had it downloaded and set up and apparently it wasn't. So I was trying to hurry up and, and get it connected. And it's, that's my fault. It's not yours. What's up, Raccoon? Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? <clears throat> I've got a, I've got something I got to say here Yep. with all this bullshit about Ukraine. <laughs> People need to, Freaking wake up because we got more important things to worry about than Ukraine. Mm -hmm. We got to get America back before we go down the tube. And if people don't want to stand up, they will not be breathing anymore. The simple fact, they want America because why? We're not pumping oil out of our wells right now or very mm -hmm. few of them most of it's coming in off ships and crap from other countries we have all the the reserves and resources people want it they want our land for growing stuff they want our our day gone uh our everything our treasures for a country mm -hmm. oh yeah so we do not deserve to stand around and be bullshitted into a war in Ukraine that would have happened anyway. Mm -hmm. And mark my words, within the next month or two, this will be over. And then all of a sudden, it'll be fear porn thrown into the Chinese as attacking Taiwan and exposing a bunch of shit that we've been doing over there illegally through the world court. We sponsored all them bio labs for gain of function of deadly viruses and anything else we decided we wanted to work on. And you know what's frustrating about that, Raccoon? Because again, I, I and I've said this before, like I don't know, I don't really have an opinion on the whole bio lab thing, like us functioning to gain a research, right? Because you should. You well, should, well, Mike. Well, because it's against the Nuremberg Code that you cannot do that crap for the fear of testing on your own people or other people's people. It's a war crime and it's punishable by freaking death. No, well, I, get that. I, I agree with that. There's no uh, comparing it to, well, we'll give him life in prison. No, it's a death sentence. We killed Nazis for the shit that these people are doing in the name of democracy, which we ain't. Mm -hmm. They're dragging us into the damn hole we can't get out of if we allow them to allow us or to, to take us into a second or 
a third world war, okay? Because we will not have a damn thing. And the people who say they're not going to fight, they wouldn't save America, their asses will be going over to Ukraine and they will fight in Ukraine or wherever the damn world war is. And they won't have any other alternative but to take a shot in the back for cowardice. That's what happens in the military. And they will become military or they will be planning food. They will be making equipment for the war effort. And if they decide they don't want to do that shit, they will be basically eliminated. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in World War II and people don't want to talk about it. This is serious shit. We need to... We have the inalienable right to overthrow a tyrannical government that does not have our interests in mind. And these people are not doing anything in our interests. They're working against the United States to topple it. And until people realize that shit, we will be a a people without a country. And whoever's left over will be slaves working for whoever the hell decides to make this into their utopia of farmland or mining or whatever. And they won't get but two hops and maybe a cot or a mat to sleep on. They won't have anything they have to worry about because they'll be trucked out and let off and they won't leave until they come back in and go to bed for a few hours and go back out to the damn mines or the fields. These people do not know what the hell they're thinking because they've never had it explained to them. We've been dumbed down so long that our will of fight has been literally bred out of us by shrinking your nuts down so you won't fight. Somebody jap slapped my ass at the damn... uh, show last night, I would have freaking throat punched his ass right in front of everybody and then continue to beat the shit out of him. But they can't Mm. do that. Why? Because they're throwing on Project Mockingbird. He didn't have cops arrest his ass if you'd done it or if I'd done it or anybody in the, in the, the anybody of the peasants did it we would be in jail in handcuffs and probably tortured for a few hours before they actually said, okay, you can go home now. Here's your fine. We're being led down a freaking rabbit hole, but that rabbit hole has a freaking alligator at the bottom of it. It's going to eat our asses up and we will not be around in 20 years or 10 years because this shit was supposed to be done with by 2020 but hillary didn't win she had the cue card she was going to win and take america down and people don't want to research it you research it look at what she did look at what she she did in her life you know the the goddamn lawyer and she took a bribe during the Watergate and lost her law license. Okay? And we elect people like that to run our goddamn country. We need to have our asses whipped real bad for doing this stupid shit. I mean, it's got to the point to where 
the insanity is in your face and you're talking about something else that has no fucking meaning to us. We don't need their oil. We need to turn on our goddamn spigots and start making our own fuel and dropping the price. But that's not in the agenda. It's all about a communist agenda because the Democrats swore they would give the Rothschilds America as a slave colony. And that was at the end of goddamn civil war. And since then, we've been drugged through the ringer and nobody gives a rat's ass about it. They thought it was the American thing because they were told it was the American thing. We invaded places. We've killed off people. We have conquered land and we've overthrown governments. And here we have a goddamn politicians talking about putting a hit out on, on the goddamn another ruler in another part of the damn world. It's against the law, but nobody's doing a damn thing about it. It's getting sickening. It's getting sickening. And that's what we should be focusing on. Fuck Ukraine. They have their own problems. It's not our problem. They have our money. We are giving them weapons, but we can't have weapons to help us secure United States. Think hard and think long because the choices we make will either be our triumph or our complete failure. I agree. I agree with you. Um, I mean, you kind of said it all there. Uh, you know, I've been researching this shit for goddamn 45 years. I've watched it all come around. And I've been preparing for it. I'm not one of these people that don't have three months of food. Hell, I've got enough shit to last me for the rest of my life, however long that might be. But I'll tell you. People are going to be crying and people are going to be throwing themselves off of buildings and in front of school buses and vehicles of all sorts, laying on the railroad tracks because they won't be able to live with their choices they make. And when you make a choice, you have to think long and hard. Do you want to go to the light side or do you want to go to the dark side? Right now, we, a few people have the majority say in this world called America. If I tell somebody, hey man, what's going up? I identify as a female. Well, that's great. So what? I don't give a shit. If I hurt your feelings, well, that's because my daggone rights don't start where your feelings begin. You're right. But people are said you can't do that stuff. You have to be nice. Sometimes you have to slap a son of a bitch upside the head to get his attention. Sometimes you have to use a two before because people are often that they gone lost land somewhere thinking all's going to be nice, blah, blah, blah. The people who are at the bottom of the damn totem pole right now are getting their asses handed to them because of gas prices and food shortages and spikes of food prices and everything is being spiked. The only goddamn people who are making any money are the top five goddamn corporations that control the United States productions. And I mean 
metal, vehicles, all commerce in food and drug, all the day gone oil, and all the day gone education systems. All the education system has been corrupted. We've been lied to for goddamn since the beginning of time. We don't even know how long we've been here on this damn planet. And sooner or later, it's going to come out, and they're trying to desensitize us to shit that that they say are predicting. Well, they've been predicting goddamn, uh, and here's something that really tweaks me bad. We're going to get hit by an asteroid three years ago. Buy my survival food. Buy my lights. Buy my whatever. Build goddamn Uh, bomb shelters and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, if an asteroid hits, that thing ain't going to do you a damn bit of good. And a year's worth of food, if that thing's hitting next week, ain't going to do you a damn bit of good. But no. they're going to profit off of it until the next time they decide to say there's going to be a meteor impacting New York City and taking out the whole East Coast. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the ship uh, with the damn island in the Canary Islands. It's going to cause it's a gonna tsunami. It's going to sell a whole lot of movies. That's for sure. That is true. Well, too, yeah. I'll tell you. This whole damn thing, they've been telling us about what they were doing in our movies and in our literature and in our songs. Everything has I been said it. because that's the rule of the game. And in order for you to play, you either concede or you don't comply. Or you, you comply or you don't comply. Okay? People complied. They got a shot. Some people fall dead. Some people didn't fall dead. Some people are getting sick every day. But so, the people well, who, who didn't, most all of them ain't doing anything on the. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, uh, Michael? How are you? Uh, Rakum, I just have a question. I'm since, since, I'm, I'm sorry. Since you are, you're, uh, you're an OG veteran to this game, I, I take it that you're a good BS detector. What could be yep. some of the things that some practical, because I, because I, I understand everyone's frustration. I'm frustrated. Michael Key's frustrated. Eric's frustrated. The guy at the gas station's frustrated. But we need to find what are some practical things that we can do. Because uh, everybody who's who has to work double just to make enough money to pay gas can't do all the research that maybe a retired podcaster can do on yep. candidates and things like that. So what are some practical things that we, and, and this goes out to Michael Key as well. What can we do? So I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because I do try uh, when I criticize, I always try to have like a solution to something I'm critiquing. Right. right can you mind if I mute you for a second? Uh, <coughs> And, you know, as far as all this, look, the solution to the Ukraine deal, okay, the really only solution was something that should have been done right at the fall of the Soviet Union. And that is, you know, it's fine if we went and maybe helped countries or expanded business, like U.S. business into these regions. That's fine. But the way we went about it, was extremely wrong and it's allowed for a whole lot of corruption 
in our own Congress, but it's also allowed for a lot of problems in that region of the world, right? Uh, the big thing, stop trying to force change on people. I say this about religion, and I know, uh, look, I believe in God, okay? I'm a Christian, but I am not one of those people, and you can go back throughout time and see plenty of evidence on this of Christians or Catholics, whoever, going around, and other religions as well, and forcing people to convert to the religion because I'm right and you're wrong. Well, they think the think same did, way about we did their that to religion, some right? Hopi Indians too, right? Yeah, we we've, we've done it to I mean, it's not just the United States, it's it's every other country that has done this. Everyone's guilty of this, right? Let's not just point yeah. the United States out. Uh, this is something that humans are guilty of throughout time. You know, but people got to remember there's two sides to every story. All right? The people that we're trying to convert religiously think the exact same way about their religion as we do ours. And it, this carries over to, okay, Russia has never, ever, 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 ever had a democracy in their history. Ever. So who are we to go and try and change a country that is four times older than our own to our way of life and tell them that it's the right way to go about it? Russia's the largest fucking country in the world. Is it bad? Mike, no. I mean, you know, I don't agree with the way they run their country, but who are we to go over there and try and force it on them? And anyone else Mike, for that matter? Russia is what, now a republic, and they have rights that they never had before. That's what I was about to say. What are we they actually are spreading? They are They're an up-and-coming uh, non-communist country now. Okay. Now, I'm talking about before. I know they are now. Oh, but before. they still have the yeah, problems, right? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going back in yeah. time, okay? okay? I'm talking about okay. where we're at now and okay. why I'm Russia sorry. has issues. Yeah. No, you're good. Because, I. yes, you're right. They they are a, you know, somewhat of a democracy. They claim to be a democracy. But then there's other uh, people saying that, you know, Putin was not duly elected, all that stuff. So there's the issues. They're the same thing with all the other little former Soviet countries. What I'm saying is that. Um, and, and Ralph, I believe you were going to ask, uh, what are we forcing, right? We're forcing the democracy part. We're forcing the, yeah, because we're, we're I hear a whole lot of other countries calling themselves democratic or they're pushing democracy, which is completely opposite from what we, at least in the United States as a, you know, we are a Republic. You're, you're kind of in the matrix. Uh, so I, but I heard, I, yeah, what you're saying. Oh, no, sorry. you're right. No, you're 100% right. That's what's the big joke to me, okay, is we – even – and it's scary when our own politicians uh, go on and start saying, you know, we're defending the American democracy and democracy in America and democracy, democracy, democracy. We're not a fucking democracy. We're a constitutional republic, all right? We don't vote directly for our president, by the way. We vote for electorals or electorates that then place the vote for our president. And we vote for representation. We don't vote for the actual person. Only in a few different elections do we actually do that. Okay? But then we go on and we try to impose democracy on these other countries. And it's not even the one that we practice. You know, why wouldn't we, if we were wanted to, for them to do it right and take after us, why wouldn't we give them the same system? Why wouldn't we make them abide by our constitution? Why wouldn't we make them abide by our same laws and voting laws, all of that, right? And, and, but we don't. Go ahead. Because we won't be special. 
We won't be but, special but, anymore because we're the only I would agree, but the problem is country. Yeah, but the problem with that is that our own con- con- people, our own elected leaders, are trying to change it to where everyone else is doing. They're trying to have it have us go to the the popular voting system. They're trying to make us into a democracy. They, it shows in their voting legislation they've been trying to pass. It shows in in all of these, you know. Uh, it, it, it shows. I mean, it, it, it. They're trying to get us away from the republic system and into that full 100% democracy. Why? Because the people in power, and I say the Democrats, because they're the majority of the country. All right, but not a strong majority. It's not like a 70-30 majority here. It's like a what a 55, maybe 60%, 40 majority. But the problem is that the most of them live in a few cities around the coast. And they don't get. They want to take away all representation from the people in the inner U.S. and the southern U.S. and the in the rural U.S. and and give it to everyone in the in the uh, cities. They want that because if they do that, then they know that they will remain in power. They know that the chances of a Republican getting uh, elected after that is slim to none, unless they're a rhino, and they go along with the so left me, agenda. So let me ask you. Michael, you like you want me to call you Michael or Mr. Keys? How, how do you want me? It to... doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> uh, my, uh, so, is is a United? And I'm sorry if I'm talking over you, uh, Raccoon. Um, is the United States version of conservative the same as a Canadian conservative? Is that the same beliefs? You know, that's a good question. I'm not a hundred percent sure on. Yeah, I wasn't the sure either. Of it. The reason why I say it is because uh, the Liberal Party in Australia is like the Conservative Party here. Okay. Oh wow. They they align more. Yeah. So I'm I don't know as far as, but I would imagine um, <coughs> it is. I imagine your Conservative Party in Canada are the ones that don't like the oppressive, you know, uh, actions of Trudeau. And right, which is you know, sorry. Good. No, you're good. Good. No, no, I was just saying that uh, that these are the these are certain these are the certain the certain things that people like yourself and and maybe other influencers or your everyday neighbor or, or kid um, who hasn't experienced the difference, it, they need to be shown examples of what are differences between quote unquote democracy and the republic that we that we know of. Because democracy, it just pretty much says that mob rules, right? Like whoever has the most exactly. and the loudest voice. Mm-hmm. And who knows if those with the loudest and biggest voice have your best interests in heart. It could be a whole bunch of, you know, loud, this is extreme, Nazis, right? <laughs> Pushing for something that not a lot of people agree with, right? Yeah. But because yeah, of our republic... Might it establishes that that cannot happen and uh, people have inalienable rights. Yeah. Well, it gives everyone a voice. Right. Go ahead. Right. Well, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listen, uh, one of the things that people don't understand is our education system is ran solely by de- democracy. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with Republic. Okay, they wanted people who were dumb enough to 
work assembly lines or do menial labor or to do menial tasks. Of course, over time, it became more involved into trades that really don't benefit the people wholly more than just minusculely. Buy more products, get in debt, and slave away until your debt is paid. Okay? Our education system hides so much crap from us that it's unreal. They teach it, they teach the kids right now that they have a choice to be boys or girls, whichever they want to be. That's demonic as hell because God so, made you let a me stop you right there man because, or a man. Yeah. Well, I just want to stop because Marcos put something in the comments and I wanted to address this before, but it's right along what you're saying. He came out, he said, breaking report. He said, uh, New Jersey's Richard, or sorry, New Jersey's Pearl Miller Middle School caught forcing 12-year-old students to watch a video on transgender hormone therapy without parental consent. Now, just recently, a bill in Florida was passed by DeSantis. It was the Don't Say Gay Bill. And it was saying that you can't talk about sexual orientation or anything like that from the ages K through third grade. Now, I want to say, I want to say this. What kid is physically developed enough to have sex in third grade fucking none exactly right fucking none so why the fuck are you worried about their sexual orientation for one and two okay then let's show them how to use guns in third grade then because if they can fuck they can shoot all right and and there's more third graders that are shooting firearms than they are fucking and we have our priorities (laughs) so screwed up all right that that we are mad that DeSantis is saying, no, you cannot bring... I don't think you should be in school at all. Who the fuck is the school to tell my kid or anyone's kid how they should feel about someone or whatever? You know, teaching them that, you know about, about uh, condoms, that's one thing, right? That's like a, a, a health thing, whatever. You don't have to discriminate on gay, straight, bi, whatever to have a sex ed class showing how, you know, the guys go and say, hey, you know, have good hygiene. You're going through puberty. Right. Here's some things like this. The basic little sex ed things. Those are fine. You know, Okay, here's a condom. You you know, here's how you use it. I remember I took a health class in college. I had to take best teacher I ever had, by the way, my health class in college. But part of the thing was showing college people how to put on a condom, whatever. But not once did they ever bring up if you're gay, you do it differently. No, hell, look, if you got a dick, you put a condom on the same way, whether you're fucking a guy, whether you're fucking a girl, it doesn't matter. All right. Now, some people don't want to hear this. but I'm going to say go ahead, Mike. Something that democracy puts out, and it's been since their development during the Civil War, was there to take and destroy America by democracy, because democracy, you have to remember, is just one step away from communism, which is nothing more than slaves working for elite. Now, People need to, to wise up and think about what their priorities are as far as who they cherish as a God figure, like a football player, an actor, a singer, a politician, or their next door neighbor, because they do more or better than what they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the, that's the, the whole primor, primordial instance of 
you're only supposed to have one God because that God is jealous and he does not like idols. And people idolize everything. They idolize their house, their cars, their guns, their food, their TV set, more than anything else. And these people are going to be on the wrong side of history when this stuff all goes down. Because if they have what we call now a tribulation, which I don't believe we're in, I believe more of it's going to be a rapture more than anything else. But the whole point of the fact is people around the world who have been dwelled into different cultures have their own meanings for everything. As America, since World War II, we've been out destroying the shit out of everything and trying to make people think that this is a better life for them as a democracy. Democracy, like I said, is one step away from communism. They don't realize that once the United States becomes total damn uh, uh, shit, total uh, democracy, it falls under the new world order that they've been talking about for eon. You know, they've been talking about this crap for the last 40 years. And when that happens, we have no <laughs> rights no more. Let me uh, let me clarify. Let me clarify. For I get what Raccoon's saying about democracy, right? Because you had to think, okay, if we had a legitimate democracy and a popular vote, right, where we directly go place our vote for the president, Hillary Clinton would have so won. We're told. So we're told, Michael. I, well, no, no, I'm, so, I'm flipping the scenario and saying if we had that is what I'm saying. I'm saying if we if it was like that. Um Hillary Clinton would have won, right? Biden would have won because he got the popular vote. Who else? Kerry would have won, I believe, because he and so would Al Gore, because he got the popular vote. I believe Obama also got the popular vote twice. So that where where he's going with the communists um, is that it's not. Do we need electorals? We Sorry. need electorals, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um the when Bush won his, when when George W. Bush won his reelection in two thousand four, he did win the. The popular vote. Um, John Kerry didn't. Okay, so but but yeah. Al Gore won the popular in two thousand, right? Gore. So Bush would have never been elected. Yes. He never would. He never would have been reelected. It would have been yeah, Al Gore Chad versus instance. whoever. Yeah. yeah um, that was a Chad instance down in Florida. Florida, yes. Yeah. And so what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at, okay, is when he's saying democracy is one step away from communism, it's really and how I take it is, it's one step away from electing people that support communist ways and not getting away from that because then you have you have biden you have clinton you have all these people that literally have socialist tendencies and are and are corrupt and are all about being in power and are all about taking away rights so they can stay in power okay and you take away legitimate representation from other you know basically a almost half of the country and the majority takes rule, and then they can implement policies, which we know that the Democratic left is going extremely socialist and communist now. And that's where we would we it's speeding up the process that we're already falling into. And I that I believe is where Raccoon is saying that you know democracy is one step away from communism because in a sense it is because of the system. We don't go, we are not a democracy in the United States, we're a, rep, a, a republic, and it's important that people understand that. And understand how our government system works and why our voting system is the way it is. Okay, it's to, it's it's a checks and balances deal. 
It really is. And are there issues? Yes. The gerrymandering thing, I do not fucking understand that. But but it's there. That's something you can change. We can all agree on the gerrymandering. But that doesn't affect the presidential election. That only affects, I believe, the representatives. Uh, the, when you vote for your state representatives and a few other local elections. That has nothing to do with the presidential election. Has nothing to do. I don't think it actually uh, interferes with the Senate election either. But that is where. So, go ahead. No, so I was going to ask you. So, do you feel that there is no other way, but but paper ballots, that's going to keep elections as safe and secure, even in like the digital age that we are in, and and we're moving more towards. Like, is that the only way? Because other than that, you know, things can get hacked. I mean, as as right. if, you know, as we heard before, right? So we have fallen into, look, I've never voted in an election where I didn't know immediately who won that night. Or, well, you, you have this last one where it took a few days, right? But what I'm getting at is we knew how votes were coming in, right? So it's a very fast process. And I think us as a society has, um, we are, we are, so dependent on on demand we need on demand we want to know and it is interesting to see when you see okay here's how the voting things are coming out and they're commentating and all that should it be um you know put done electronically no because you just investigated foreign inter election interference for four years really five years because it started before trump even won in 2016 um for you know russia having interference in that election then we are worried about all the 2020 election the last two elections have been nothing but you know people saying how corrupt it is and what have we done well we've added the mail-in ballots we've added uh how people can register all this stuff we've we've added ways for people to go and manipulate it all right but the paper ballots mm -hmm. we need to have some form of trust like where we ha actually trust our elections is it going to be perfect no, especially with, you know, 150 million people voting. But we also have had a warning about Russian cyber attacks just just lately. So we want to put we want to have electric vehicles. We want to have electric power. We want to have electric voting. And we have serious threats about Russia having cyber attacks on us. And China's increased their cyber attacks by, what, 110 percent, I think I saw the other day, since Russia invaded Ukraine. We're just going to have a whole fucking system that is at the risk of being hacked all the time and being shut down. Mike, That's stupid. <laughs> Mike, something you have to remember now about what you just said. They want us to have electric vehicles. There's not enough electric vehicles right now or will we in the next 15 years. So they say they do want you on mass transit. Okay. They want to be able to control your travel. Stalin said it best. I don't care who votes as long as I control the counters of the votes. And yep. the yeah, way Biden it is right now. Sorry. Huh? Biden I thought I heard Biden say that. Yeah, he did say that. Well, yeah, Biden did. did too, but Biden uh -huh. also said right before he got uh, into the primary or the, the, the actual vote. In, in November, he said, I have the best corrupt voting system. He didn't say any corrupt. He said corrupt voting system. And it's on tape. You can find it. Wow. And when they do, they'll turn us over to the Rothschilds because 
the first Rothschild of the banking institute, Mayer or whatever his name was, he said, I don't care who runs the government. If I control the money, I control the government. Yeah, well, fuck the Rothschilds, Rector, and fuck them. <laughs> well, they're, they're, um, the one, they're the ones the Democrats keep trying to borrow money from. Yeah, well, I don't know. Exactly. Well, they can get away and make think. us pay for it. Yeah. Keep the us in the, control, in the slave like, loop is what they're trying to do. What's that? Just on a side Ralph? note. Just on a side note, real quick. Well, one, I think it doesn't BlackRock have like hundreds, uh, like uh, tens of uh, trillion dollars in, in in money and assets. BlackRock is note. part of the Rothschild entity. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Okay, so mm-hmm. yes. another side note. Uh, maybe Eric can answer this. I, I think he reminded me a while back. I believe there What's is. That? I don't know if it came out yet that this. Um, Dinesh D'Souza is releasing a uh, documentary. Um, yeah, the, the... that documentary film, 2,000 Mules, yes, that is coming out this year. And I would probably encourage people to watch that. And, you know, when Biden, of course, made the remarks of um, he's got the best, like, corrupt, like, election system, you know, that Raccoon mentioned, watch the fact checkers come out of the woodwork and say that Biden never said that. I mean, I mean, how cl- clueless or, or stupid can you be? To, to, be, to believe that's a lie when 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 clearly that that evidence right there doesn't lie and yeah. and one thing I also mentioned in chat earlier too Michael is you know with the elections coming up in November it may not be so much the congressional elections you know be, being the most important um, it's really going to be these local elections and and special emphasis being put on these school boards because how we've seen parents going before these school boards and um, and giving these corrupt school board members a piece of their minds. And telling them how truly we're to be be and, doing some of the corrupt things that they're doing to our kids. And just to play, I'm sorry, because I, I have questions there that keep good. popping up. No, just, go ahead. Just you're to good. play like a devil's advocate here, and just to seeing their rationale. I'm, I might be wrong. I can't. I can't be in the mind of a liberal. But could it be that because they're um, talking about? Uh, and I don't think this. It was called "Don't Say Gay" bill, right? I think it was called something else. The reason why I, they're I, trying I, to implement, it may have, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I believe is the reason why they're trying to implement this type of uh, teaching is because they don't want, quote unquote, any bullying or or kids, uh, you know, bullying kids that might have who, who might enter the school uh, with a, with a change in gender or I don't know. I don't even know what the proper way of saying it. Like, is that like you an know, educational well, way of doing it? No, it can't be. You know why? Because we're talking about mm. K through third grade. Like I got picked on a lot in school oh, okay, for my Tourette's. Yeah. Uh, that's like a physical thing, right? And so like, you know, kids see you twitching or making noise. Maybe they'll say something like that at that age, right? But how many guys go around and say how disgusting girls are uh, when they're in kindergarten through third grade? A lot. Right. Like there's no real sexual orientation at that age because they don't care. They're not developed. They don't have that those urges at that age, women or man. And, you know, so to say that it's so they don't make fun of someone's sexual orientation. Do you th- how many kids even know what gay means at that age? I didn't. If I did, then it was I must have heard it somewhere like, I don't know, probably a football or something. But I didn't really think anything of it. So I don't so think the thing that can, Democrats think like that to do, Mike, is they like to turn words around. You know, gay used to mean happy 
Yeah, I know. You know, I do now, know. now they, they have they have pushed during the last year to redefine natural immunity or not natural immunity, herd immunity being that everybody gets an inoculation. Mm-hmm. I mean, these, these idiots are trying really, really hard to destroy us. And we have to sit down and say, hey, this is bullshit. These people need to be arrested. They need to be tried and executed for crimes against humanity, treason, abating the Dagon enemy, giving comfort to the enemy. They have done so many accounts that have nothing more, nothing less than a death penalty, but nobody wants to get off their asses and do anything about it. You can't get anybody in there to get to them because they got goddamn Capitol Police. Far off Washington, D.C., it is a country within a country. We don't own it. The Rothschilds own Washington, D.C. when the Confederates got control of Congress and turned it over in 1871. They said, here's some money. We want Washington, D.C. You can do whatever you want in there, but we own it. Now, these people have been doing this and they've been going along and haven't tried to get rid of it. And every time we got to a gold back dollar again, we were under the control of the damn Federal Reserve, which ain't even a goddamn federal agency. It's a it's a private corporation and they vote their own members. They tell us what our dollars are supposed to look like. They make no, the members are appointed. They don't vote the they don't vote their own members. The members are appointed by the president. I believe. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're voted by the banking industry, Mike. Look it up. I've done the look. Who was the first president of the Federal Reserve? It It was J.P. Morgan. And who's been in charge of it since then? Usually the Europeans. How the hell does the it's president the head, say, head, okay, head, European, I'm going to make you head of our Federal Reserve? No, it ain't even our Federal Reserve. The the Federal Reserve chairman and who the guy that the person that runs the Federal Reserve is nominated by the president of the United States. Just like he he nominates Supreme Court picks. Just like Janet Yellen used to run the Federal Reserve. Right now it's Jerome Powell. You had who was the uh guy before that? He it doesn't was, um, make the, he does not make he does not make the appointment to the position. He can only nominate just like right now with Jackson. He appoints her to run for the position. What does the Federal Reserve govern? Just the United States? That's, that's uh, a, it governs our dollar. But just the dollar, they, right? Not the world, yeah. right? No, not the world. Not they, world they, they it's basically part of the world, it's part of the world bank, Mike. It's part of the world okay. bank. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know that. It's part of the world bank, and they control our dollars. They control everything about our dollars. And they actually will tell you how much you're going to make on your Social Security. Congress doesn't do that. They just passed the law saying, this year we're going to give you 1.8, and then it goes up 1.8. 
2% in inflation and you're screwed anyway. Okay. They took the damn thing by presidential proclamation said, take the money and, and do what you want with it. So they stuck it all in the damn general fund. And so now they can send billions all around the world to every country saying it's for hunger relief or poverty stricken people. They never fucking see it. It goes so, into the politicians' pockets there and comes back as fucking money laundering. So let me ask you, Rakum, because uh, I don't know if Michael Key explored it. You, maybe you have. Did you, because I saw this like about a month ago, they had this uh, Nuremberg 2.0 thing. That they, had like a, they had like a little YouTube channel. They had like people from across uh, around the globe trying to have these little trials for what Fauci and a lot of people around the world is doing. Were you familiar with that? Do you know what came about from that? Or if, if it yeah, ended? It, or? It, it's, 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 it's still around. They don't put out very many videos right now because... Yeah, because I was trying to look for it. I just saw that one out, video on YouTube. Well, what they put out was they were trying to pr point out to people what would happen what would happen, you know, never a decision. It was not a trial because only the world court can go together from all the countries in the world and say yay or nay on a death sentence. They're either free to run rampant again or they face execution. Okay, they never, they never pointed that shit out during that. They never pointed anything out during that to what would happen if they're found guilty and they're all guilty of it by the world court, they have broken all the agreements to the Nuremberg act and our government is implicit in violating the Nuremberg act and the Geneva convention. You're not supposed to have chemical warfare in, in combat, but we prepare for it. We train for it. Just in case somebody throws a, a curveball at us, doesn't mean uh, we're going to survive it. And people don't realize that we have what's known as mutual destruction agreement. Mm -hmm. If one nuke goes up, all nukes go up. Everybody gets a free for all because there's no winning the nuclear war, no winning whatsoever. Sure. And if they unleash. Uh, like they did the coronavirus worldwide, which we funded and we orchestrated, that in itself is a violation of the Nuremberg Code and the Geneva Convention because when you unleash a biological agent into the populace, it becomes an act of war against anybody who is in any country. And those countries can say, hey, this is screwed up. But they're all being manipulated to go along with it, get the shots, don't give them the right medication, put them on a ventilator and blow their lungs up. And if they're lucky, maybe they'll live through it, but they'll have lung damage the rest of their life. And doctors, uh -huh. nurses, and government officials around the world are guilty of it. So I wanted when you brought the the chemical weapons, I wanted to 
I don't know if John Gill talked about this. I wasn't in the show very long. Maybe he did. But uh, before I got on the show, a couple hours ago, an article came out. And it says that uh, Ukrainian Russian representatives, including a longtime Putin ally, appear to have been poisoned with an unspecific chemical weapon during negotiations over the conflict earlier this month. According to media reports, this news has emerged as officials from Ukraine and Russia say that they expect another round of talks uh, to take place in Turkey. It says, in the meantime, Russia's military objective... Okay, but it said that uh, someone used weapons on uh, these representatives from both countries. It seems a little bit odd, but it says that an investigator working for Bellingcat, (laughs) which describes itself as an independent international collective of researchers, investigators, and citizen journalists using open source and social media investigation to probe a variety of subjects together with independent chemical weapons experts and medical professionals says that Ukraine and Russian negotiators who met on the night of March 3rd through the 4th were most likely targeted with a chemical weapon. The individuals who were sickened included Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich, who is the owner of uh, um, Chelsea, right? Was it Chelsea? Um, yeah, I think Grammar? it is. Yep. yep. Abramovich. Oh. Uh, and it oh. says, who, el- who has strong ties to Russian pre- President Vladimir Putin and who has reportedly been acting as a back channel between the two sides of the current conflict, says that... Um, According to Bellingcat, the possibility that some kind of microwave-directed energy weapon had been employed was considered but determined to be less likely than some form of chemical agent. For years now, the U.S. government has been exploring the possibility that Russian government has targeted American officials in various locations abroad using microwave radiation as part of investigations into individuals suffering from a wide variety of of still largely unexplained health issues. You can read um you can Wasn't read about that, those possible attacks. Didn't that happen like Havana Havana that te- syndrome that or something? Technology, like that? that technology happened down in Cuba with the uh people yeah, exactly. down there in, in the embassy and it also happened in Iraq to our people at an embassy. I have a friend of mine who is a survivor of that it melted part of his brain. Now, you have to take in consideration microwave technology is frequencies bombarding your body to break it down. And mm-hmm. the softest piece of tissue is that you what 5G is? Oh, no, tinfoil hat. No, Sorry. that's different. No, no, this yeah, is this much, is... much higher than that. This is more like 10G. <laughs> I mean, this guy had his brain fried, and it's they microwaved his brain. I mean, you can microwave without a door on your, on your microwave, but they found out when microwaves were first used, they didn't have doors on them. And people who had worked around them exclusively like cooks, they started having neurological problems and found out that their brain wasn't working as well as it should be. So they went to the scatter screen on the door, embedded in the glass, special kind of glass. It's not your typical window glass. It's a, it's a, a lead impregnated glass with a steel screen inside of it to deflect it back into the uh, microwave. But microwave technology has been around since the first microwave came out, and they probably figured it 
since it could cook a brain, it could probably cook your chicken or heat up your food. Because it, it cooks from the inside out. And that's what they do. They direct it. And your head is like a Dutch oven. Mm-hmm. Now, these guys that they had, if they had had any, any other medical problems, neurologically, it would have amplified them. And if they had any shots that may have had anything like they like to put into them, different kinds of metal composites, then it literally vibrates inside your body and it will cause damage to whatever parts it happens to be in, which is most likely your entire body since you're a closed package. Mm -hmm. You know, why is it, here's what I don't get is, is it's all about timing, right? Like, okay, Russia didn't invade Ukraine so they can get away with using fucking chemical weapons on, on people around the world, right? And we don't say anything about it because I had no idea that they were involved in anything other than poisoning a few spies and people that Putin didn't like, right? But as we far don't as say using nothing, us, Mike, because we're doing the exactly. same shit to other people. Well, what? And so what I'm getting at is only now that there's a conflict in Ukraine, if they use the same the same means in Ukraine, oh no, that's too far, and we'll get involved. Well, you didn't get involved when they did the exact same thing everywhere else. What's the difference? Yeah. Why do we allow this to happen? Why exactly. do we allow Iran to fire missiles off from Iran, by the way? All right, at a at a embassy. I don't care if the embassy had just, you know, they just put a shovel in the in the ground and broke ground on it and there was no infrastructure there. It was a US plot of land owned by the United States and they targeted it, which is a direct uh it's all about intent, right? If you shot damn missiles with this day and age when we have missiles that can go through someone's freaking pecker hole from 50 miles away, all right, and you're hitting American-owned land, then that, the intent is that you are putting an attack on the United States. That's an act of war. Why don't we hey, treat Mike, it as that? <laughs> something you got to also think about, too, is, you know, we've had sanctions on that country since the 70s. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, 70, you know what uh, else is, 80, is frustrating about since this? Since 80. Is we're currently negotiating a Iranian nuclear deal, which okay, and, negotiate. And but we're they allowing Russia to sit the table. And they want to lift the sanctions too, Mike. Yeah, allow them free the trade thing. around the world. But it's not even that it's a deal between us and Iran. It's a deal between us, Iran, and Russia. We're allowing Russia, the, the country who think about this, we are sanctioning Russian oil. Right? And part of the, the supposedly the reason, the big reason why we are the timing of this new Iranian deal is coming to uh, places because we want the oil. So why would we allow the country whose oil we are sanctioning to be at the table with um, negotiations on a country who we're trying to replace the sanctioned country's oil with? That doesn't make sense. Why is it, <laughs> it that we have sense. places like Venezuela where they won't even sell us the damn oil and their people live in the Stone Age? Why is it that Saudi Arabia says we're not upping production for you, America? Yeah. By the way, Turn didn't Saudi Arabia just pipes. genocide? Didn't Saudi Arabia just Saudi Arabia has been in all kinds of stuff. But yeah. you have to remember every damn country on the face of this rock has been into bad dealings and crimes against humanity and nobody says a damn word because they're all controlled by the leading people who control the world 
They control all the commerce. They say who you can get shit from and who you can't. They tell you who you can deal with and who you can't and who's supposed to be your enemy. Russia's not our freaking enemy. They're not our enemy. If they were, they would have bombed us a long time ago. I mean, well, you could say the same for China. Cuba. China is our enemy. They've taken everything we had away from us: our manufacturing, most so, of our food growing. Yeah. So, Ralph, all of our textiles. So, Ralph, um, you can't really say the same for China because China's new. They're up and coming, right? They weren't always. They've been the up and coming matter. since 1962. Yeah. Yeah, but they haven't been a major power until just recently. So, so is it their narrative? Last, that the last China thirty-five is years, Russia, Mike, or is that a fact? Last thirty. So what's that? They, so is it their narrative that they're pushing that China is helping uh, Russia, or is that a fact? No, that's a fact. That's a fact. They're, they okay. so they got really together before this. Yeah, they got together before this and worked deals out. You know, they him and Putin and she were out hugging each other. Uh, China has yet to denounce the invasion. Now, China, though, I did read. So an FSB agent came out. There's an article on this. Uh, and it was a, they said an FSB whistleblower and said that she was pissed off about the Ukrainian invasion because she was planning on invading Taiwan in the fall. And this pushed those plans back because now he's got to maybe get involved and help out with the Ukraine deal, right? But it also puts everyone on alert about okay now china's trying to go invade taiwan so we're you know obviously looking at that like we weren't already but that would but, make more sense though right if he if 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 china decided to go get taiwan during all this shenanigans with russia and ukraine not really because we're still not we're not really preoccupied we're monitoring the ukraine situation do we have soldiers there well according to joe biden the, our soldiers will see what the ukrainians are like when they get there but for, for the most part yeah as far as the world knows right uh we don't have soldiers there we're just monitoring it right but if something happens with Ty taiwan we are going to war so it's not like we're fighting a two-front war here right we're we're just monitoring one front but we would go to war on another so we'll, we'll go to war because there's 68 major biological labs that we finance for gain of function in Taiwan. And funny you should say in the fall. What happens in the fall? What happens Elections. this year in the fall? Election I was about to time. say, how long is this narrative going to well, keep going also, before the Taiwan it turns in the off? Fall, so the Taiwan in the fall uh, is an anniversary day for China. Okay, that's why it, it's also our election out. time. It's also yeah. our election time, Mike. Look to the look to the smoke and mirrors. It's during that's our election time. They'll play it to the hill. This. They'll say we have to go in and, and save Taiwan. Yeah, but I at mean, the same time, Taiwan will be probably doing the same thing that Russia is doing in Ukraine, going after strategic targets that affect. The, Demo the, the, the Democrats here in this country and all the money laundering that's went on there. I will say, I don't know if Russia's going after strategic targets. They're freaking wiping Mariupol off the face of the no, earth. No, they're not. The look at place? the live cam. Look look at the live cams tonight, Mike. Look at the live oh, cams yeah, and I'm look at the, the, the traffic. I'm talking about Mariupol has no traffic and there's hardly any buildings that aren't touched. They bombed the shit out of that place. Kiev, yeah. Look at and, Kiev. And Kiev, yeah. 
Yeah, but they haven't really gone. In, I'm talking about, but you go look at Mariupol and this, the ones in the Donetsk regions and the Hans regions, and then on the on the water there, like they haven't gotten into Odessa yet, I don't think. But Mariupol and uh, Kharkiv, they have bombed the fuck out of that place and about wiped them both off the face of the earth. They uh, today Ukraine declared an evacuation of all citizens out of that place because they have no food. Mariupol was a center for fucking human trafficking, Mike. Well, so is a lot so of places. So that's a good the, thing. I don't they get the human trafficking, thing no, because the human trafficking there's goes human on in trafficking Russia, all over China. the world. Yeah, so that's not an excuse for for Putin to go in and start blowing people up because the shit goes on in Russia. Just like ch- for China to say that it's even it takes worse. Takes the money out of the politicians' pocket. Takes the money out of the politicians' pocket because they're controlling the narrative. Yeah. Because what people don't know border. it's human trafficking. By the way, the biggest uh, thing with human trafficking is prostitution. All right, so that goes on everywhere. Uh, they all forget. have a pimp. That's all human trafficking. Plus, you have the child trafficking. But China's the worst. They traffic North Koreans all the time. They traffic a whole yeah. bunch of people. So no country they to go on and South, start saying about. They traffic yeah. all of Southeast Asia. Yeah, that's why I don't buy the, the human trafficking thing because that shit goes on everywhere. Now I do think people are involved in it. Yeah, I'm not saying that, but for to be a cause of war, I don't. I don't believe that because there's no country no, that's it, more that's better than another country when it comes to that. And we lose three hundred fifty million or three hundred fifty thousand people a year. They go sight unseen, and seventy five thousand of them are in state parks, national parks. I mean, where are they going? What are they doing with them? Mm-hmm. Nobody will tell us a damn thing about this stuff unless you dig deep enough down the damn rabbit hole and find the leads to it. I've got shit on my phone here that I've got whole documents that may range between 100 and 500 freaking pages of shit that's been uncovered. And it's out of their playbooks. You know, there should be like a a banning of, of funds to just buy a bunch of billboard advertisement and just splatter all that information so that everybody can see it. That's really yeah, the but only you offend way. somebody. They, they you offend they somebody, they'll give you a damn. Uh, they'll, they'll throw you in jail. They'll they'll get rid of you. <laughs> Think about that guy who there, was right? out there in the desert and got three shots at back of the head. They said he ran out of gas and committed suicide. He was shot with a thirty-eight <sighs> revolver. It's pretty damn hard to shoot yourself oh, three times in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. It's right there in our faces. People not don't if you get someone else to suicide murder. yourself. Now if you get now if you get someone else to suicide you for for yourself. I mean, you can get someone else to yeah. commit suicide. Seth Rich. <laughs> Seth Rich was robbed. Hey, Seth Rich was robbed. But they didn't take his wallet or his fucking Rolex off his wrist. Think about it. Who is that actor too that that uh, that was killed, ran over by a car or something like that? Yeah, he had a wreck up on top, or had a wreck at the bottom underneath the overpass. Yeah, and they said he got up to the upper side and he got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. And at the same damn time, and then he, and then he tossed. They recovered an email hit. on his phone, and it was from Tom Hanks saying, "Are you having a bad day?" Wow. And I always and always the thought that Tom Hanks was like the nicest guy in Hollywood. 
Well, that motherfucker shouldn't have been. Uh, he's a Rothschild. <laughs> he, he's a grandchild. He's a grandchild of a Rothschild. He took the Hank's name because it's his mother's name. He saw us. Same with Matt Damien. Even the food guy from CNN committed suicide. Look, I don't keep up on on suicides and and <laughs> all this. I know okay. too many of them uh, to keep track of them. Yeah, I mean. Oh, speaking of suicide, not suicides. I'm sorry, not suicide, but I don't know if anybody of. Uh, I think this was over the weekend or maybe Friday that uh, the the drummer for Foo Fighters uh, died of a heart attack. He was 50 years old. Yeah. Drug uh, overdose. Was it a drug overdose? Okay. Yeah, um, it's a, well, it's that's what they say. I don't, but I think autopsy and toxicology reports could take about six to eight weeks. Oh. To people passing away like, nowadays. Is that cause of death? Right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's quite young. It may have been from I've, something else. We'll never know. Yeah. I think I fired Raccoon up with my, my poll I stated in the beginning of the episode about how many people would leave the country if we were invaded. Where would we think go? There's nowhere else. That's to what pisses I me off. I got a I bunch said. of them living. I got a bunch of them living around me that said they would leave. Where would no, you? Where like, would you go? And how? And would they leave and let you? Like it's, well, that's what no my point they, was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Lurock, the uh, it was thirty-five percent. That's how many people answered. Only fifty-five percent said that they would actually stay and fight, though. So, in the study, the actual uh, study, it says that the others actually implied that they would also leave as well. So yeah. it was it was almost half. So that thirty-five percent is just the ones that were. I mean, here's the uh, thing. It's either yes or no, really. And if you're kind of like, eh, I don't know, uh, that means you're you're not going to do it, in my opinion. Because, again, like like what I said in the beginning, with like what Ralph just said, where do you go if that happens here? Because you have to understand what it would take for a nation to come in and actually invade the United States to the point where we got to fight. Uh, that is some serious shit hit the fan long before that happened. And you, there is nowhere else to go. At least yeah, not anywhere in You'll have <laughs> 14 Sweden minutes next. notification. Yeah. Whatever you say. Um, yeah, and, and even though I try to put a, you know, everyone tries to put a brave face, but I'd be a wuss, man. If if stuff really hit the fan and we had to defend ourselves, I wouldn't know what to do. I got I got a little, like, not queasy, but I got a little, like, uh, worried when I saw a Twitter uh, video of, these uh, Russian captures, or or was it Ukraine captures, getting shot in the leg? It's crazy. Uh, you, where did you see that video? I hadn't seen that. But you know, here's what you would do, Ralph. I guarantee. Look, I don't have combat experience. Now I own firearms, right? And I'd be shooting back for sure. But well, there yeah. are people that that may not have that, right? But here's what you do: you do like what the Ukrainians are doing. The women, the children that are still there, you start helping out with the effort. You start mass producing the Molotov cocktails, yeah. whether or not you're throwing exactly. them or not, right? You're helping out. You're there. You're pitching in. Obviously, not everyone's going to be want to go to the front line. Maybe they're like, you know, have bad eyesight. Maybe they're, you know, handicapped. They can't run around. But, but there are still some people that would stay behind and help out with the effort, right? But to just say that you would just flat leave, just leave, uh, whatever, you know, and and to say it's because of how. Um, you know the flaws in the, and I said this earlier. The so how does the that translate for like those Afghani's that were trying to leave, and they fell off that plane? That would be us now if we try to leave. 
well, that okay. was a so, that was a not point. what you think it was. Yeah. So let's go back to the Afghanis. Says, here's how I feel about the Afghanis. All right. Uh, the the only comment I've ever agreed with Joe Biden making. Okay, and this is I know people are gonna say I can't believe you know that's it. He made a good comment. Now he still handled the Afghanistan thing completely wrong, but uh, he said, "Why should our soldiers die die in, in a fight that the Afghanistan people don't want to fight?" Right? Like, they are not willing to die for it. Why should we be willing to die That's for it? Point. He was right. He was 100% right. Joe Biden, I, I said that. Joe Biden the only was good thing one of said. the people. Joe Biden was one of the people who, who, who jumped on the bandwagon to leave people over there when he was Reckon, vice I'm, president. I was, trying to, I was trying to give the other side a little bit of praise. I know. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry. But, but but what I'm getting at is just that statement, okay? I don't know what was behind it and how much it actually meant, but he made a good statement, and I had said that statement long before. You know why? Because the Afghan military were sitting there getting stoned, okay, while we were trying to teach them how to fight. There's there's extensive videos. There's one that's hilarious, where I believe it's a sergeant uh, in our military was just cussing these guys out for being stoned, for taking it like it was a joke, right? And we're trying to show them how to fight. We're trying to show them how to do everything supposedly these are the people that don't want the Taliban to come in. They don't, you know, they want their own country. They want all this. They don't. Because if they were, they would have been like the Ukrainians and fighting to the damn death, okay, against a country that is far more powerful than them. Here's the thing. The Afghanis were fighting the fucking Taliban. They didn't even have enough money to wear legitimate uniforms. They had to steal that shit from us. All right? The $80 billion of material we, we left behind. And, and Russia is a legitimate nuclear power Okay, with enough nuclear weapons to destroy the entire world on its own. Okay, it's the second strongest military in the world. And Ukrainians stay behind and they're saying, fuck this. We're going to we're gonna kill you guys. And they're doing a damn good job at it. We had the Afghans, all right, who were in their military, supposedly the same idea against the Taliban. Oh, the oppressive Taliban. And they're just out getting stoned. And the minute we leave, or we, the minute we say we're going to leave, all right, uh, the Taliban comes in and takes that country over in a month and their, their military were putting their weapons down, handing them over to the Taliban and leaving and fleeing the country. That's a big difference. That's a huge difference, right? They didn't, I'm sorry, but the Afghans didn't deserve to have it held by anyone other than the Taliban because the Taliban was the only one willing to fight for that place. Something you had to think about too, Mike, on that was when those guys were clamped on the side of that C-17 as it's rolling down the tarmac, trying to get off the ground. If you've ever been behind one of them bastards, you know that was bullshit because if you don't get sucked through the plane's engines, you get thrown to the ground and roll for a long, long ways, a couple hundred yards out of the prop blast. I mean, hell, to jump out if they had to put a wind deflector on the son of a bitch to keep the engines from cooking your ass as you go out well so mike i sent you the video if you want to see it on twitter yeah that's wild uh, yeah that is that is wild we got about five minutes left i'm going to go ahead and cut it though because i know uh the other show's on eric and i apologize yeah, for running late i appreciate yeah. you guys chiming in yep i appreciate you guys chiming Thanks in for me, thank mike. you always good feel free to call in anytime and we'll be back on tomorrow at six central uh, we will be on WESN, right, Ralph? I'll make sure it's ready tomorrow. Um, thanks and, for not uh, banning me, Mike. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Why do you say this, Raccoon? Every time you say thanks for not banning me. I get off the handle wrong. sometimes and tell 
tell the the unabridged truth. I'm not one of the no. naysayers. I don't think that I, even if I don't agree with people, I don't seem to have a lot of naysayers that come on the show because they're usually so mad at me. They want to come on and get well, on me. About it, so. <laughs> well, it is and I'll also tell you, Raccoon, that Chris Wilson guy that was here on the show, he, he's really got your back. Well, I tell. I, I've been on his show a few times. We had a good discussion oh, the yeah. night. So, well, I appreciate you guys. We're going to go ahead and shut it off and I'll see you in the other shows. Thank see you. See you, Beans and Weenie.